Welcome to the Empower Working Mom Revolution podcast, the ultimate destination for all you incredible working moms out there. I'm Jocelyn Young, a certified life and mental health coach, and my mission is to help busy working moms succeed in their careers without sacrificing their well-being and relationships with their kids and family. This show is your guide to creating transformational change in you as a working mom, where you'll discover your own empowering, actionable tips and tools. We'll dive into inspiring stories and topics such as nurturing your well-being, setting boundaries, managing time effectively, and cultivating self-compassion. So join me here every Wednesday as we revolutionize how you show up as a working mom, which makes remarkable changes in yourself, your family, your career, and the world around you. Remember to hit that subscribe button and let's go on this transformative journey together. Welcome to the Empower Working Mom Revolution Podcast. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey there, working moms. Welcome to episode one of season three on the Empowered Working Moms Revolution Podcast. We have been away for a couple weeks as we took some time to slowly ramp up and start the new year, but we are excited to be back and we'll be back on our schedule of every Wednesday with a new episode for you. And so in today's episode, we are diving deep into well-being tips for working moms. We're going to talk about the definition of well-being, the types of well-being to address, how to incorporate well-being into your busy working mom schedule, the importance of addressing your well-being as a working mom, and reasons why you should prioritize well-being for professional success, and also other benefits of uh, taking care of your well-being. So without further ado, let's dive in. So first, let's dive in into the definition of well-being. And I did a little bit of research and found four definitions to give us a holistic understanding of well-being. So the first definition is from the World Health Organization, where they define well-being as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. Then positive psychology, their perspective is well-being involves experiencing a sense of happiness, fulfillment, and satisfaction with life, along with the pursuit of personal growth and positive relationships. And then there's a holistic well-being definition, which means a holistic approach to well-being, which considers the integration of physical, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual dimensions, which acknowledges the interconnectedness of these aspects in an individual's life. And then there is the aspect of social well-being, where social well-being emphasizes the importance of positive social connections, relationships, and a sense of belonging within a community or society. And if I were to put it into one simple sentence of a definition of well-being is really tending to yourself where you feel healthy, whole, and fulfilled. Now let's dive into four different types of well-being to address. And we're going to talk about two simple ways under each one of how you can address that type of well-being. So first, let's talk about your physical well-being. And physical well-being refers to your physical body and physical health. And two ways to address your physical well-being is to find simple and quick exercises that you can do while you're working or while you're shuttling your kids around or even at home. 
Uh, That could be even just getting up from your desk and moving your body, just incorporating something to move your body or stretching is another way. The second way to address your physical well-being is to be intentional about your nutrition and um, having nutritional food close to you when you snack. These are just simple nutritional tips for busy schedules and our busy lives as working moms. Now, I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist, but what it takes is being intentional about the foods that you are consuming while you're working or on the go. The second type of well-being to address is the mental and emotional well-being. The two ways to address your mental and emotional well-being are stress management techniques and mindfulness practices. Let's first dive into some stress management techniques that you can put into actions to help you manage your stress, whether that's work stress or stress from just being a busy working mom. And so there are several ways that you can manage your stress. And I'm going to quickly just share a couple ways, um, but I will link an article from Lyra Health in which I am a mental health coach with them that I also utilize with my private clients to help them manage their stress that they feel, whether that's stress at work or stress at home. So one thing, one stress management technique is to notice your stress. Notice when you feel stressed. How do you feel it in your body? If you um, are struggling with awareness of that, you can listen to season two where I talk about building awareness of how you experience stress. Another stress management technique is not judging yourself for feeling stressed. So really releasing from judging yourself and judging the stress as good or bad, it just is your experience. And by not judging it allows you to allow the experience of stress and allows you to accept that you're experiencing stress. Another stress management technique that you can utilize is to let go of the negative thoughts when you are feeling stress. There, we all have a tendency to... um, have these negative thoughts when we're feeling the emotion of stress. So learning how to let go of those negative thoughts. The fourth way to manage your stress is to do a body scan. And as you're doing a body scan, you're listening and paying attention how your body is holding the stress and actively intentionally um, giving attention to those parts in your body that are holding the stress to relieve the tension in your stress. And the last way that I always love is to bring humor into the situation when you're feeling stressed. It can lighten and relieve your stress in a quick way by bringing in humor. Another way to honor your and address your mental and emotional well-being is to integrate some mindfulness practices into your day, whether that is some breath work, whether that is mindful walking, whether that is mindful eating, whether it's practicing pausing throughout your day as you go from task to task, incorporating mindfulness practices helps you come back to the present moment versus being stuck in the stress, which is usually about future thinking or reliving the past. So let's recap the two ways that you can address and tend to your mental and emotional well-being, which is integrating stress management techniques and mindfulness practices. The third type of well-being that we're going to address is your social well-being. 
And social well-being, as it was defined earlier in the episode, is really about the importance of positive social connections, relationships, and a sense of belonging within in a community or society. And two ways to tend to your social well-being is to nurture positive relationships and balance social connections. Now let's talk about why it's important to nurture positive relationships. Because if you've heard this quote, you are a culmination of the five people you spend the most time with. Whether you believe that or not, I do believe that the people that you spend time with also impact your perspective on life and how you feel. So really the question to ask yourself is, how can you identify the people in your life that make you feel valued and that you can be your best self and you feel a belonging? Like rich relationships bring out the best in you and also energize you after your interactions and time together. The next way to tend to your social well-being is to balance social connections. And here is to really be conscious and intentional about how much time are you wanting to spend connecting with the people in your life. Because maybe this is you or not, but I used to have the tendency to spend every free minute to want to connect with someone and not allowing some time for alone time. So really understanding what is your balance of how much social connection that you need that really serves your social well-being. The fourth type of well-being that we're going to address is your spiritual well-being. And your spiritual well-being is where you have a deep sense of purpose, meaning, and connection. This can be in the form of religion, a faith-based practice, or a spiritual practice. And two ways to tend to your spiritual well-being is to find meaning and purpose and to incorporate spiritual practices. Now, finding meaning and purpose relates to What is the deeper meaning and purpose, whether it's in your work that you do, the way of your being, how you serve others? You can work with a coach, a spiritual counselor, or connect with a community of like-minded individuals on a similar journey who, in connecting with their deeper life purpose to help you do that introspection and um, develop that self-awareness of finding that meaning and purpose in your life. The second way to address your spiritual well-being is to incorporate spiritual practices. And spiritual practices can be, for example, attending church if you subscribe to a certain religion. Um, It could be doing meditation is a spiritual practice. So identify which spiritual practices resonate for you that can tend to your spiritual well-being. For example, one of the spiritual practices that I do every day is my meditative walk, which happens to be a spiritual practice and a mindfulness practice. So let's recap. Two ways to address your spiritual well-being is to find meaning and purpose and to incorporate spiritual practices in your daily life. All right, let's talk about how to integrate well-being into your busy schedule as a working mom. So first, we're going to talk about quick self-care rituals. 
The first quick self-care ritual is to do micro breaks and mini rewards. So what I mean by micro breaks, meaning small breaks between tasks, whether that's tasks that you're doing on your laptop or even going from a meeting to independent work on your laptop is in between any task or any activity is to allow yourself a micro break and a micro break meaning anywhere from one minute to five minutes to 10 minutes um, is to allow yourself to get up and walk or look outside or to go grab a cup of tea or coffee that is allowing yourself incorporating movement. It's also helping you address your physical and mental and emotional well-being. So offer yourself micro breaks. Next is mini rewards. Mini rewards for completing a task. You got to celebrate yourself throughout the day as a busy working mom, right? Whether it is like at the end of the day, before you pick up the kids, you get, you're going to grab yourself your favorite boba drink, right? Um, or for leading a meeting or for having a hard conversation with a colleague or your boss, allowing yourself to treat yourself and any reward, it can be any reward. Right. For me, it could for me, it's like I'm going to allow myself just to sit for 10 minutes in the sun or it could be grabbing your favorite drink, like I said, boba or snacking on your favorite candy or even just something. A tiny reward doesn't have to be elaborate to celebrate yourself. So that is one way to integrate well-being into your busy schedule, quick self-care rituals, which is micro breaks and mini wards. Another quick self-care ritual that you can do is to create a relaxation corner at home or work. So for example, if you're at work, is there a part of your desk where it is like when you look at it and you turn to it, it gives you that sense of ease and relaxation. Or if you're working at home, is there a place in your home or outside where it gives you that sense of relaxation and ease? So an example from my own life is we have this little rocking chair in our living room and in the middle of the day, the sun beats through the living room and that is my relaxation place. Just sitting there in the sun, rocking in that rocking chair. Even in my home office, I have a corner of my desk and a corner of the room where there's plants and just looking at plants helps ease my um, stress and my anxiety and um, it gives me relaxation in my whole body. So this is another way of a quick self-care ritual is creating a relaxation corner at home or work. Now, the second way to integrate well-being into your busy working mom schedule is to be efficient with your time management for well-being. Two ways to do this. Prioritize your self-care activities. And two, set realistic goals. Now, let's talk about prioritizing self-care activities. You have to prioritize self-care You have to be really intentional and conscious of putting that first. And I know that can be hard and there are all these thoughts and excuses that can come up as a busy working mom like, oh, I have to do this and tend to my kids and all that stuff. But you come first in order to do all all those things on your to-do list is to first take care of your own well-being. 
So whatever your self-care activity is, whether that's micro break, whatever, whatever those micro breaks are, or whatever those things that you've identified to address your physical well-being and mental and emotional well-being or social well-being or spiritual well-being is to prioritize those things. So you don't have to do all four types of well-being. Maybe start off with one. How do you want to prioritize maybe your physical well-being? Identify one activity and prioritize that, right? Next is setting a realistic goal and start off small. Start off with a small goal and tiny goal so that you feel accomplished when you actually reach that goal. So it could be if you're doing your physical well-being, I'm somehow I'm going back to that and you're wanting to, one of the things is um, being intentional about what nutrition and what kinds of foods you're putting in your body. Maybe a realistic goal is how can I just bring one healthy snack? Eat one healthy snack, right? And that is, it seems really tiny. You're like, Jocelyn, really? One healthy snack? Yes, start tiny. And then once you do that, you celebrate yourself with a mini reward. And that builds in the habit. Um, and we can talk a little bit more about habit stacking in another episode, but um, really to incorporate and integrate well-being into your busy working mom schedule is to be efficient with your time management for well-being, which is prioritizing your self-care activities that you choose for yourself and set realistic goals. All right, let's talk about the importance of addressing your well-being as a busy working mom. Because when you intentionally tend to your well-being, it has a positive impact on your mental health. I have seen this time and time again with clients that I've worked with that when they prioritize their well-being and put in the time and the effort and the work to integrate well-being practices into their daily life, their overall stress reduces significantly and they feel better emotionally, holistically every day and they have stronger resiliency to tackle any challenges they experience in their workplace and even in their home life. Another reason why it's so important to address your well-being and prioritize your well-being as a busy working mom is actually it also has a positive impact on your physical health. It literally boosts your energy levels. So if you're a busy working mom, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I was there. I was there like you. I totally get it. I used to think that there was something wrong with me. I even went and got like my blood work done to see if I was deficient in iron. And maybe that might be true, right? Go ahead and go and get those tests done, right? Make sure there's nothing, you know, like actually physically, medically wrong. But really what it was is I wasn't prioritizing my well-being. And once I made that change to really prioritize my well-being, my energy levels really skyrocketed. And also it prevents burnout, and I've also noticed also within myself and with other people in my own community that when you do prioritize your well-being, you, some physical symptoms go away and you are less sick because you're prioritizing your well-being. 
being. So if you are wanting to like have more energy and really be proactive about preventing burnout is to prioritize your well-being, your physical, your mental, emotional, your social, and your spiritual, right? If you're like, how do I do all four? You don't have to do all four at once. Start with one. Remember, start off small. Now let's talk about how prioritizing your well-being impacts your professional success in a positive way. Now this is super exciting because some people think, oh, you know what? I should put my well-being uh, last on the list because you know what? All the stuff at work is so important and yes, it is because that pays the bills or that gives you meaning and excitement and gives you purpose. Yes, but well-being should be at the top of your list because when you uh, put importance and intention and consciousness into addressing your well-being, you actually get more things done. <laughs> you have really more focus, more productivity. You're more efficient in your work tasks. You communicate more uh, effectively um, and you're even more present at work and home. Here's a really prime example. When I don't do my daily walk, I actually start feeling more anxious and I lose clarity. I'm less efficient. I'm all over the place. My my moods are lower. I get irritated more. I'm not present and I actually am not really effective in communicating my needs or um, communicating even with my spouse of how to you know co-parent and do all the housework together. So it's really important to prioritize your well-being. For those purposes of you'll feel more focused, you'll feel more productive, you'll be more efficient in work tasks, you'll um, be better communicating at work and at home, you'll be even more present with your kids. And that's really what we want, right? All those things. And so well-being really um, has a huge positive impact on your professional success. And if you are looking to climb the corporate ladder, right, and you're looking for that next promotion, tend to your well-being, prioritize that. All right, here are some extra reasons why we should be taking care of our well-being as busy working moms. When you prioritize your well-being and prioritizing those self-care activities, you are role modeling for your kids. And you're showing them that it's important to tend to your well-being and to take care of yourself. So, for example, I'm trying to teach my daughter that it's important to drink lots of water. Instead of telling her I am role modeling for her because it's part of physical health that I am drinking water or walking every day. My kids know every day I go for a walk, whether it's the week or the weekend, whether we're on vacation or not. That is a way that I tend to my mental and emotional and physical well-being and spiritual well-being. I'm role modeling for them that mama needs to go for a walk by myself. So prioritizing that your kids are watching you and that is one of the most impactful ways of parenting because they're watching you and you're role modeling for your kids 
Another reason to take care of your well-being is that it helps you build resiliency to navigate through any life challenge that is thrown your way. Because you are in the right headspace, you are grounded, your cup is full so that you have the resiliency to be able to take on anything that is thrown your way. And it will be hard, those life challenges, but you have the resiliency to go through that because you've tended to your well-being. You've filled your cup and overflowed your cup. Another and last reason why it's important to take care of your well-being is because there is long-term health and longevity benefits. The more you be intentional about you know, meditating or mindful, practicing mindfulness, it really extends your lifespan and it also impacts your uh, physical health. You aren't as sick as much. And so that is why it's so important to um, tend to all those different areas of your well-being throughout your life, physical, mental, emotional well-being, spiritual, and social well-being. Alrighty, let's recap the four types of well-being to address. Physical, mental and emotional well-being, social well-being, and spiritual well-being. And two quick ways to incorporate well-being into your busy working mind and life schedule is to do some quick self-care rituals, which is by micro breaks and mini wards and creating a relaxation corner, and being really efficient with your time for prioritizing your self-care activities and setting realistic goals. And so I really encourage you to really prioritize your well-being. If you need help identifying your well-being practices, finding time to integrate them into your busy life as a working mom, and setting realistic goals so that well-being becomes a priority for you, then I invite you to book a sales call with me about one-on-one coaching. Once again, thanks for tuning in into the Empowered Working Mom Revolution podcast. If you found today's conversation super helpful in guiding you as a working mom, I'd love to invite you to share it with a fellow working mom friend as we would love for this podcast to serve as many working moms. So thanks for sharing it with a working mom friend and I'll see y'all next week on the podcast. Have a great rest of your day, week, weekend, and evening. Bye.